Welcome to Pictures of Grace, a Fraser 365 Advent devotional. My name is Chris Montgomery, senior pastor of Fraser Church, and I'm so glad you're on this Advent journey with us. May the Lord bless you today as we learn about His unmerited grace. Welcome to day 16 of Pictures of Grace, an Advent daily devotional. The title of today's devotion is In Pursuit of Grace. Dr. Stephen Davey once said, There are three widows with three different ways of handling the pain of life that they just couldn't avoid. Orpah departs, her shallow faith based on circumstances. Naomi returns, her weak faith biased by circumstances. And Ruth arrives, her new faith seeing beyond circumstances. Heading for a strange new land, Ruth has a tight grip on her true and living God. Today's text comes from Ruth, chapter 1, verses 6 through 22. Then she arose with her daughters-in-law to return from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the fields of Moab that the Lord had visited his people and given them food. So she sent out from the place where she was with her two daughters-in-law, and they went on the way to return to the land of Judah. But Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, Go, return each of you to your mother's house. May the Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me. The Lord grant that you may find rest, each of you, in the house of her husband. Then she kissed them, and they lifted up their voices and wept. And they said to her, No, we will return with you to your people. But Naomi said, Turn back, my daughters. Why will you go with me? Have I yet sons in my womb that they may yet become your husbands? Turn back, my daughters. Go your own way, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, even if I should have a husband this night and should bear sons, would you therefore wait till they are grown? Would you therefore refrain from marrying? No, my daughters, for it is exceedingly bitter to me for your sake that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. Then they lifted up their voices and wept again. And Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. And she said, See, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, Do not urge me to leave you or return from following you. For where you go, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord do so to me and more also, if anything but death parts me from you. And when Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said no more. So the two of them went until they came to the town of Bethlehem. And when they came to Bethlehem, the whole town was stirred because of them. And the woman said, Is this Naomi? She said to them, Do not call me Naomi. Call me Mara, for the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. I went away full, and the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi when the Lord has testified against me and the Almighty has brought calamity upon me? So Naomi returned, and Ruth the Moabite, her daughter-in-law with her, who returned from the country of Moab. And they came to Bethlehem at the beginning of the barley harvest. Naomi has lost her husband and two sons in Moab. It is hard to stay in a place that you equate with pain. Naomi tells Orpah and Ruth goodbye and intends to go back to Bethlehem alone. She heard that the physical famine is over in Bethlehem, and she wants to leave Moab and go back home. 
God's word says that Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, Orpah said goodbye. But verse 14 states that Ruth clung to her. Ruth decided to stay with Naomi. Alistair Begg expresses the emotions that must have been going through Ruth's mind as she made that life-changing decision. It is fascinating that the same fact that caused Orpah to return caused Ruth to stay. Orpah processed Naomi's childlessness and decided that she would leave, desiring to become a wife. Ruth processed the information and decided that she would stay, committed to being a daughter. The same circumstances, the same information, a momentous decision. Wherever you go, I'm there. Ruth wasn't just agreeing to go on a short-term mission project. Her statement means goodbye to Orpah, goodbye to familiarity, goodbye to everything that has meant security to her, and hello to the great unknown. She was choosing an uncertain future as a widow in a land where she knew no one. She was agreeing to stay with Naomi till death do us part, even death. She promises to be buried with Naomi's people. That's a huge commitment, and her deep conviction came not only because of Naomi herself, but also on account of Naomi's God. God is still looking for people of deep conviction, those who will nurture a till-death-do-us-part kind of commitment. Ruth's commitment is inspiring. Her words in verse 16 have encouraged people for over 2,000 years. Ruth told Naomi, Do not urge me to leave you or to return from following you. For where you go, I will go, and where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God, my God. Countless multitudes of people have used Ruth's statement for years at weddings, but Dr. Stephen Davey said she has absolutely nothing to gain by going with Naomi, and she has everything to lose. The most remote thing in her future is the sound of wedding bells. Davy goes on to add the following. Ruth tells Naomi that no matter what the future holds, and no matter where the future takes them, she will stay by her side. This is no snap decision, no whim or sudden impulse. Ruth knows that Naomi has nothing to offer except poverty and hardship. We've read this story so often that we've forgotten what Ruth is giving up. She's already lost her husband. Now she's turning her back on her citizenship, her country, her family, her religion, and her security. She is literally giving away her future. Another author put it this way, Ruth possesses nothing. No deity has promised her blessing. No human being has come to her aid. She lives and chooses without a support system. And she knows that the fruit of her decision may well be the emptiness of rejection and perhaps even death. She has committed herself to an older widow rather than search for a new husband. There is no more radical decision in all the memories of Israel. As you think about today's reading, reflect on the following questions. Let's reread Dr. Stephen Davies' quote at the beginning of this lesson. Here are three widows with three different ways of handling the pain of life that they just couldn't avoid. Orpah departs, her shallow faith based on circumstances. Naomi returns, her weak faith biased by circumstances. And Ruth arrives, her new faith seeing beyond circumstances. Heading for a strange new land, Ruth has a tight grip on her true and living God. Of the descriptions provided in Davy's quote, which widow resembles your normal response to pain? Why?
What can you learn from Ruth's response? And list some specific ways you can pursue grace in your walk with Jesus. Let's pray. Abba Father, thank you that you promise that if we draw near to you, you will draw near to us. Help us to pursue you with all of our hearts because knowing you more is truly our great reward. Amen.